Yeah, you know what time it is. It's time for Bo and Nick, the losers with a dream. Uh-huh. Ugh, what a waste of time. Yep, they're losers. You're listening, so who's the freaking loser, people? Welcome to Bo and Nick's Losers with a Dream. Yeah. I freaking hate them so much. The look at their funny because they suck at everything. You're listening. The question is, why? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Losers with a Dream podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nick Scopoletti. And I'm the other host, Bo McDowell. <laughs> welcome to the Losers with a Dream. Listen, we are losers and we have a dream. A big dream. We won't give up. The biggest dream? We, pr- <laughs> we probably should. I want all the dreams. <laughs> you're nuts anyway real quick we're gonna plug our socials you can follow me on instagram at nick scopes and i'm at bo mcdowell comedy the bo is spelled b-e-a-u because i'm french and i'm hot (laughs) are you gonna say that every time yeah because it's funny dude you're not french whatever dude you've been doing the same act for five years no one cares you are i've been doing comedy (laughs) for five years you are french dude because you smell and you give up easily Mm. okay god damn it now guys today our topic, okay, we're going to be covering something near and dear to Bo's heart. Yes, the Lord. The- <laughs> I love the Lord, and I want to convert all of you to uh, loving Jesus Christ, all my right. Lord and Savior. Okay. Okay. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> Real okay, it is, man. It's not that bad. No, we're, we're going to talk that. about uh, you know spirituality and and really, but really just God and our experience with that and how it's changed. And, uh, you know, I started off as somebody that like hated the idea of religion, hated the idea of church, hated the idea of God. And now I have like found my own thing. So we're going to talk a little bit about how that works. Awesome. Before we get into that real quick, May 1st, you will see us at BJ Ryan's in Norwalk. We're doing a live podcast. Yes, we are. Okay. Not sure the topic yet. I think we kind of discussed it, but I'm not going to say it yet because it's not definite. So May 1st, BJ Ryan's two shows 7 p.m. Why well, I keep hitting the table? I don't I'm know. getting really into it. Yeah. I'm sorry. 7 p.m. <laughs> you sound like a dictator. Listen. I was watching World War II footage before this. Sorry. Two shows, 7 and 9, show up, socially distanced, everything's cute and beautiful and all that stuff. Now, we're going to get into... This is one of my favorite segments. Yeah? Honestly. You like it? Yeah, I do. Thank okay. you. Thank you for this. You finally did something right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, our mental health check-in. Oh, that's good. So, Bo? Is it my turn? Yeah, you're Okay, wrong. all right. Well, uh, lately, I've been feeling like Tom Hanks as he's uh, flying back from the island in Castaway because I was a mess last week. I was just, like, depressed, crazy, and now I'm on a plane heading back to where I'm supposed to be, and I'm like, is my wife okay? What's happening? Are we going to be able to make it? Is there food where we're going? You know what I mean? Like, I am just starting to figure out how to, like, kind of... Like, I, I straight up this week, I was like, I'm into comedy? Like, that's what I'm into? Like... <laughs> Like, I like girls. Like, I was, like, going I through. I like girls. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, I was, like, going through. You don't through sound all... too sure. <laughs> I was, like. I like girls, I swear. I swear to God, I love girls. <laughs> and I just, you know what I mean? I had to, like, go through everything and be like, oh, yeah, okay, you still care about these things. Everything's going to be okay. Because you just get, like, rewired, you know? And But I went to the gym this morning, and I ate a Poke Bowl, and I'm feeling real cute. Is that all you've had? Yeah, I had a Poke Bowl, and I had, shut up, okay? I had a protein shake, too. What type of protein shake? I, don't, I, I, I always feel like you're judging me. No, no, no. You work out at a G 
gym I or whatever? I want to know what it is. <laughs> a gym or whatever? Oh, you you work there? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do work there. All right. There. Well, this is what was in my protein shake, okay? Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I did bananas. I did uh, strawberries. Shepherd's pie. Cause you're Irish. All right. You know, can I get through it? All right. Go ahead. So what was it? Bananas, strawberries. Okay. Uh, two scoops of the protein. Okay. What flavor is the protein? Uh, vanilla. Just like you. Okay. And you're act. <laughs> and then I did uh, oat milk. And <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Oat milk because I'm saving the almonds or whatever. I don't know. Que- and- <laughs> Wait. Question though. So the protein you put in is whey protein? I don't know what it is. Wait, it's wait, the wait. guy at the place. He gives me the protein. The guy at the place. Yeah. No, it's Bro. no. But my trainer has protein <laughs> and he goes, here's the protein. And that's I don't know. It says isolate on it. Yeah, it's whey isolate. Okay, great. So you have whey, which is a dairy product. Then you put. Can you imagine being in like into this? This is your life. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's actually whey isolate. What a fuck. <laughs> You're, you're, li- you're like the guy at the place. Yeah, it doesn't matter though, does it? <laughs> I guess not. It's just it's powder. Not doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. So and what else? Uh, that was it. I think it was just the milk and then the yeah, and the, and it was tasty. And I worked out, and then I had some salmon. And so I'm on top of the world right now, emotionally, okay? I and I don't tell. need you bringing me down because that's what you're doing right now. All right, whatever. So let's hear where you're at. Mr. <sighs> Mr. Health Professional. I'm doing well mental health wise. I feel good. I'm feeling like Eddie Murphy in The Nutty Professor when he lost all that weight. <laughs> and then he goes on that shopping spree and he just keeps buying spandex. Yeah. He's like, spandex, <laughs> more spandex. <laughs> That's me right now because I went to Lululemon the other day. Yeah. I went down a pant size. Yeah. I'm a large. I walked out of there and I said, I'm not an XL anymore. I need a large. <laughs> oh, my God. And a sponsorship. <laughs> and the lady was yeah, like, they oh, my said, God. sir, please stop screaming. <laughs> this is a place of business. They were like, you're so fit. You could be part of our Ugh. plus size women's line. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> They're like, that's all we got. There's for a you, Lululemon buddy. store. Yeah, man. Where? All over Westport. Ugh. You know, $110 for sweatpants. Westport, Connecticut. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> That's, ugh. Do you not like Westport? No, listen. You're from I Wilton. Sh- I shop at Walmart, okay? Because I, I'm one with the people. I'm not like and you. And you're the same size no, as yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> you should become just, a greeter at listen, Walmart. Could you imagine? Listen, I'm just a blue collar guy. I got, you know, I got uh, calluses on my hands and... You know, I'm just, I'm a real guy. You know, I mean, I get that you're like. But question, do you have a cleaning lady that comes to your very small apartment listen, and cleans it? it's not a big deal. Okay. I think Every now deal. and then you need some help. And I can't clean up after myself because I have mental problems. So <laughs> I have a few women who come and do that. But, the, you know. A few? Your apartment is the size <laughs> of this room. <laughs> what are you it's talking? It's worth the money. Okay. You know what? what I don't do pay. A hundred dollars each time. For your apartment, yes. What do they do? They clean it. Yeah, but like what? Well, they do the dishes. I don't like doing the. They di- do the. Di- Listen, oh man. It's this is God. our mental health check in, and that helps my mental health. I love so that I you feel said like you were blue collar. Then you're like, I don't wash my own dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the people to understand that I should. I relate to you, and I'm one of you, and he's not. Totally. Okay, this guy shops at Lululemon. And he, t- he talks about different types of protein. And I'm, I'm just a regular guy. Regular guy who hires people to clean his dishes. 
Shut up. Shut up. All right. Do you pay them extra to call them mom when they come in? <laughs> mom? Can I have ants on a log? Did you ever eat that? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> who'd you right. uh, Who'd you fall in love with this week there, Who'd Nick? I fall in love with? Dude, so I had an experience last Friday. Okay. I went to this restaurant in Queens, New York. Okay. It's called Don Pepe's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You did the the trip with your friends the that are married and sad. Yeah, yeah they're <laughs> <laughs> married and fit. And we went down this place in Queens. It's in Ozone Park in Queens, kind of in the hood. Okay. Um, but places cash only. I'm going to say cash like that from now on since we posted that video today. <laughs> cash. Cash only. Yeah. Okay. Italian kids love cash. It's clear. Oh, they love lettuce. Yeah. They love it. <laughs> Um, it's a real mafia joint for real, but the food was some of the most incredible food I've had in my life. Now the guy who I fell in love with was yeah. our waiter. I mean, probably middle-aged Italian dude, probably late fifties, slick back hair. And it's the type of place where like you order food and then the waiter tells you like, no, 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 you don't want that. Yeah. I love it when people tell me what to do <laughs> when they're supposed to be serving me. You're fucking idiot. I thought you were man of the people. No, What's happening? No, no, no. I don't like that. I don't like it when the waiter tells me, well, you really got it. No, this I don't. Is my, this is my favorite I thing. I want what I like, want. You know what you, no, he nailed it, though. I mean, it was a perfect combination of food. But no. anyway, my buddy, this is what got me. My buddy handed him, just finished like his soda or whatever, and he hands yeah. it to him. And he's like, hey, just bring this to me like whenever you bring the food out. And he goes, I'm going to bring it to you now because I might be busy later. <laughs> I actually like that. And yeah. I was like... <laughs> Yes, this guy rules. Yeah, he knows what he wants. Oh, dude, he was the best. I didn't even get his name. I was real. Damn it! Why don't you go back? You can that find that place him. was phenomenal, though. I mean, a lot of guys in matching sweatsuits with gold Rolexes on. <sighs> what a look, right? Yeah, the Queens. First of all, real quick, the houses are this far apart in yeah. Queens. How do you live like that, man? Oh, I mean, I, as a man of people, I kind of get it. You know, you yeah. just like live amongst each other and like we share stuff and, you know, I'll mow your lawn. No problem. You know what I mean? I get it. <laughs> Have you ever mowed a lawn? Shut up. Okay. Be real. I, all you? right. I Yeah. I mowed the lawn a few times. When? But, high school? Well, well, yeah. When I was in high school. Yeah. Okay. My parents would be like, you got to do it. And I'd do it. <laughs> we need you to learn <laughs> skills. <laughs> You've done nothing. <laughs> But I would always hate mowing the lawn, actually, because uh, we have like we're in like the back kind of by the swamp and there would be snakes. So every now and then I'd be mowing the lawn and then like I'd see it's a I'm snake in it eye, and I, I would can't. scream like a girl and run up the hill. And I'd be, yeah. oh, snake! <laughs> you know, but uh, dude, I, to this day, though, if I see a snake, I'm running. Like it's never. I've jumped. Yeah, I've jumped. Like yeah, out of the gardener's day. It does not matter. Like yeah, I'm yeah. going. No, I freak out. I'm not good with that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Rick off camera is just shaking his he, head. He well, he's a weirdo. He loves snakes. You have. He, looks he, like he has. Pet he snakes. has a pet snake, and he's yeah. He wants me to hang out with oh, him in his pet snake, like God. a psychopath. Feeds it frozen. Whatever. We'll talk about this shit yeah. later. It's giving me anxiety. Yeah, All right, it's dude. gross. Who did you fall in love with this week? So I was I was checking out the news. And I saw, I saw one of the people. <laughs> yeah, I saw this woman, thirty-two years old, was arrested three times in the last twenty-four hours, <laughs> and she got arrested for for attacking her uh, boyfriend with a knife, and then they sent her to prison, right? Not to prison, but they put her in the jail cell. She bails out, bonds out, goes right back to the house. <laughs> <laughs> picks up the knife again starts going at him then they had to go grab her again and then they put her in the jail cell and she just stuffed 
the toilet with as much trash as she could find, and then it overflowed and it flooded the jail. I mean, what a winner. What a great 24-hour period for one person. So I was watching that, and I was like, I think, yeah. I mean, when's if I had a ring, I would be over to Plainville. When's the wedding? I don't know, but I've... Uh, so Amazing. She, she attacked someone with a knife? She attacked like, her boyfriend, boyfriend who is a schlub. He doesn't understand how to treat a woman, clearly. <laughs> you know, so... But... <laughs> But listen, you know, I, I, I'll i give you a place to stay. I, you know, we'll give you some knives. We'll have a nice time. Yeah, he has a cleaning lady. He's very, <laughs> he's very Can classy. you lay off me with the cleaning lady? Can we talk about the time that you mentioned it in front of a girl? And, yeah. And like a girl you kind of liked. Yeah, I, no, I still like her. And you mentioned, okay. And you mentioned the Kayla Murphy, hit me up. Oh, boy. Sorry. Oh, we really went for it there. <laughs> All right, it's out there. Nothing we can do. <laughs> so I might as well yeah. just say we were backstage at FTC. I'm yeah, yeah. And then you go, yeah. I hear the cleaning lady come to the house, and she was like, "You have a cleaning lady?" Yeah, she was completely disgusted Horrified. with me. Yeah, she's just a regular, she's an Irish girl. I know. I all read. Cops I and firemen. I read this. Lady? I read the situation very wrong, Nick. Yeah, it was and bad. I tried my best to get out of it. Okay, I you I talk, backpedaled. Hard. I backpedaled. I was like, I don't know. Like Darrell Revis. Yeah. Just I was like, oh, you see, Nick said he sucks. I'm great, right? And then, you know. <laughs> Just try and get it off me, but no. I mean, it, w- girls who come from uh, you know more. Uh, you you want to turn your phone? I'm off, turning you the phone off. Dick. It was disrespectful. The third oh time, it's over. Okay, but um, no, no, no. Like, yeah, it, it was a bad move. It was a bad look. But you know, it's it's who I am. Well, I can't hide who I am from everyone. No. You know, it's I, it's what I have. You guys would be a good match, man. I don't know. I thought so. Two, but. two Irish Catholic cuties. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I absolutely so. yeah but you blew it all right well let's take a quick break and then when we come back we're going to introduce our topic and we're gonna have a great time this break is brought to you by Bo and nick's blue shirts blue shirts they match their blue balls welcome back to the losers with a dream podcast we are losers and we have big big dreams Today, we're going to get to our topic now. Yep. Very near and dear to Bo's heart here. Yeah. We're going to be talking about God, uh, but more importantly, like... The Lord. You know what? Yeah, the Lord. (laughs) The J-Man. I'm going to give you communion on camera. (laughs) Stick your tongue out. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, we're going to be talking about, like, our experience with spirituality and what that is. Um you know, I feel like most people our age have kind of looked at religion or started it uh, yeah. when they were younger and then kind of given it up, <laughs> veered off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and but now there's tons of people our age that are practicing mindfulness and getting into that type of stuff. So right. um, I think it's I think it's worth covering spirituality as a whole and then also talking a little bit about God and religion in that. Because, you know, it, it really is the same thing. So, you know, uh, I don't know. I started, I was raised Catholic. I, you were also raised I Catholic. I started, yeah. I, st- we all, I feel like everyone starts so Everyone starts somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we started Catholic <laughs> and then transitioned. But go ahead, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I, well, I started as a Catholic and I was an altar boy, you know. Yeah. Didn't they not have, did they have gowns big enough for you? They did not have, no. It, it would not cover 
my it would not cover it would wouldn't go past like my shins and i was i would always what was wear, it, where was it supposed to go down to just like right above it was the supposed shoes? to yeah it was supposed to go down just below the shoes because you don't want to see the shoes when you're up there and um and, but i would wear these like i i used to wear air force ones of course you yeah did. so it'd be like these big air force ones on <laughs> up at the altar like messing with the, i never knew what i was doing i remember <laughs> i remember like i brought the first time i did it right and i brought like the gifts which is like the the wine and then the the bread and everything up to the altar i remember like kind of being like if i'm involved in this there's no way that's real do you know what i mean like i was if they're like letting me <laughs> handle these materials yeah like if i'm allowed to touch this stuff <laughs> then there's no way any of this has any validity you know what i mean because i was like stoned too because i was like 12 i was gonna say did you drink all the wine <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean i was i was sorry just... i ate all the wafers sorry my oh mouth my is God. so dry can i have some wine i mean there was one day where i was i was so drunk i was like 13 14 and my mother she she brought me to uh she brought me to church to get my feet washed Cause she was like, he's just, he's, he needs help. He really needs help what right now. That? And that's, what does that just, that symbolizes? I have no idea to this day. I thought, all right. I anyway. never figured that out. I know, <laughs> I, I know what the, the communion is, but like, I never figured out like what the feet washing was. If anybody knows that, please send us a message. He just got his feet washed or something. In yeah. He had a stinky whatever. day at the farm and they had to wash <laughs> his feet and no, no, no. But, uh, so I remember she brought me there and I was just hammered getting my feet washed. I also one time really this feels so good. <laughs> so you're really great at your job, you're great. by the way. Oh my god. Yeah. Get the arches. My arches <laughs> My dog's been barking all day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I remember one time I went up to get the communion and and I instead of like I wanted to bring it home and inspect it. Cause I was like I was always interested by religion and this whole thing because it was like wait you want to expect the yeah well they're saying it's the body of the guy right they're saying like this is the body of christ so i'm like you know they hand it to me i'm like i gotta bring this home gotta go to the microscope yeah we gotta take a look some dna (laughs) yeah we gotta take a look at a real body here (laughs) what are we doing yeah so i i was like because I was just so curious, and I just needed to, I needed answers. You know what I mean? I was a ten year old who needed answers today. So, that, yeah. so I grabbed uh, the, <laughs> I grabbed the communion, and I, I, I go to sit down, and I'm still having it in my in my hand, and the deacon t- totally sniped me. Like he he saw the whole thing go down, and he comes up to the pew. He looks at me. He goes, "Swallow it!" And he screamed, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" And and my, he probably did that uh, a lot to his altar boys. I, yeah. <laughs> probably, yell, probably yelled that out quite a bit. Yeah. So I got all scared, and of course I just ate it. But I mean, I think that's like I just wanted to know what the deal was. You yeah. know, like it's 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 a strange like not we don't want to knock people's like beliefs or things like that, but like the reli- certain things are just strange in in certain yeah. religions. I know for me, growing up with Catholicism, again ten years old. They made us do confession. Yeah. Okay. We're 10. Right. Yeah. Now I'm going into a room with a grown man who's in a robe yeah. behind this thing. <laughs> and they're like, you have to confess your sins. I'm 10. Again, yeah, yeah. I'm making shit up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'll never right. forget. This was like, this was the moment where it all was like, what's happening here? Yeah. And I was like, I pushed my cousin at her birthday party. Like I just was making shit up. Right. Okay? Right. Right. I remember feeling so shitty after. 
go back to the classroom. Okay. The priest is like, you know, he's some 19 year old virgin who's right. Whatever, you know, he's clearly made a bad choice. So we're in class and I wouldn't let it go. I was like, dude, I just raised my hand. I was like, you know, why are we confessing our sins to a man? I go, he's just a man. Right. Yeah. No, I felt the same way. And I'm like, why can't we confess to God? Yeah. And he really didn't have a good answer for me and I would not let it go. And yeah. Was like, yeah, but why can't I just pray? You know what I mean? Like pray to God and, and why, who's this guy? Like why right. do I have to feel this way or feel guilt? Long story short, he sent me to the office. Yeah. The principal's office. My dad came and picked me up and goes, you're not coming back. We're done here. And right. I was like, we were just doing this to appease your grandmother. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. But I remember that being like, what? Like, even when you ask, we're in a classroom. Yeah. You should be able to ask questions, right? Right. Like, well, give me some sort of answer. That's what's very weird about the Catholic Church, and it's one thing that totally made me leave uh, at the at a young age. And like, I don't think I'm going back. Sorry, mom, I know maybe listening, but <laughs> but uh, I'll tell her, I'll text her. Yeah, I mean, you know, but she they still try. You know, like I said, I I had I brought my keys to my parents' place, yeah, that's a good story. and I put them down on the counter, and all of a sudden I get them back, and it's got you know Jesus paraphernalia and a cross on it, and all this stuff. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, well, you know, but I I understand that my parents really, really need that. Like, it's so important to them. And it's it's less important for me to let them know that they're wrong. Right. Because I also don't know. You know what I mean? And um, I don't know. I I agree with you. Like, I didn't take the test. We had a CCD test and I I refused to take it because I said that God would never test me on my faith. So why would you? How old were you? At this point? I was I was twelve. There maybe thirteen. Pretty, that's a pretty baller. Thing yeah, to say. <laughs> yeah. And and the wow. I I actually got the uh, the nun to be like, oh, that makes sense. And then <laughs> and then they they didn't they didn't make me take the test. I did like a. Wow. I went in and talked about my faith to uh, the director there. So I've always been super interested in this and every, I was arrested a couple of times when I fit between 15 and 16 and like they would always ask me to do like community service. Right. So I'd end up going and working with nuns who I, I love the nuns. Really? I dude, I they live such a simple, um, life of service and it's so like, it's so amazing to watch them because, uh, you know, everything they do in life is to serve God and uh, to serve each other. Right. And um, they're just so at peace. Like I, I remember having like lunch with all these nuns like every day for a couple weeks and just the, the peace that comes off them almost like it gets to you. You're like, wow, I can't believe these people are this happy. Right. And they don't have, you know, at that point, what did I want? I wanted video games, wanted to get laid. You know what I mean? Like all these things that I thought I really needed to have every day to be happy. And she was making soup. You know what I mean? Having a time and, of her life. And she wore the same thing every day and she prayed and, and that, that was her day. Right. And she, and just the happiest, kindest person yeah. I've ever met. Right. And so it kind of like made me think, I was like, well, what do, what do I really need? Or, you know, maybe there is something to this God thing. I just don't know what it is yet. And so I kind of like, I don't know, man, I, I really like I got into Stanhope as a kid. I got into Bill Hicks. I got into all these guys that you went deep. Carlin. You went like the guys who like think like the comics that think deep. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were my favorite guys. And like uh they were all basically bashing religion. Like they like Carlin would do hours of material on religion right. and and Stanhope too and and I I took a lot of like I got a lot out of that. Like I was like, I agree with you and I I you know, I understood what they were saying as growing up in the Catholic faith, but I then became God in my eyes, right? Because yeah. you oh know, boy. if you if you're not worshiping anything, then you're in trouble, right? And uh, like one one thing I got David Foster Wallace, he does he did this speech and he was talking about worship and the idea of like worshiping something. And the bottom line is like we all worship something, whether it's you mm. with like the way you look, right? You know, and trying to get rid of the tits, like. <laughs> Or, you know, it's it's me, like, worshipping, like, getting famous or getting money or getting these right, things, right? right. right. Cleaning lady. Right. right. Like, we are, we are worshipping something, right? And, and uh, the way that, you know, David Foster Wallace explained it was, like, if you worship these things that are outside of your control, you will eventually be completely empty. You will yeah. never get there, right? You'll never yeah. be as good looking as you want to be. Right. I'll never That's have true. as much money or as much recognition as I want. Right, right. Right. I'll never be as intelligent as I, you know, I worship myself to be or any of that stuff. Right. right? right. But if I put it in an, in in something that, you know, has as faith or a God or something like that, then I could be okay. Right. I could right. end this life without feeling empty. And I think that that it was the first time I'd heard somebody explain a reason for faith that made sense to me, mm-hmm. right? Because like forever, I was like, "Why would I care about God?" Yeah, there's no need to, yeah. right? Like it's this it's, thing you can't touch. Yeah. and it felt can't. super outdated, right? It's the 21st century. We have access to anything we want. Why would I need God? What the, what's the point? You yeah. know, but but now, like noticing, you know, my own, and especially with the drinking, you know, like. I fell so low Mm. that, and I needed something to, to kind of bridge me out of that. Right. And, um, you know, so it came to that, but you know, I know that your father ended up doing the born again route. Yeah. And that's that's, a whole nother. Yeah. I mean, he grew up, I mean, we grew, it was Roman Catholic in the beginning. It was, uh, you know, my mother or my grandmother was off the boat Italian, right? Literally almost became a nun until she met my grandfather, yeah. like was about to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, up until the day she died, she lived till she was 94. She would listen to the mass on the radio. She'd have her rosaries in her hand. Yeah. The only pictures she had in her house were of her grandkids and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and she had the nativity scene, like from Christmas was just up all year right. long. She was all about it. And then when my father, after my mother died, when I was six, my, um, so it was kind of like similar timings. My father and his youngest sister, she was going through a bad divorce and my dad, you know, lost his wife. They both were like, we need something else. Like they grew up in the Catholic religion and it did this a lot. And my aunt went to Catholic school and they just weren't fans of it and they didn't yeah. like it or whatever. Yeah. So they were looking for something different and they go to this born again Christian route. Right. Which right, right. <clears throat> in my head at the time, I'm like, oh, this is all, it's all the same thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People's not wearing robes. There's things aren't gold here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's a little bit more contemporary. Right. I guess like, you know, I, um, but it, it was a, it was a strange, uh, transition in a way. Like you said, you, you had a, such a low point 
mm-hmm. and you found that religion. I think that's what it was for my dad. My dad just lost his wife. Yeah. Uh, he was just beside himself. I mean, he's still to this day. I mean, you oh, talk yeah. to him about it. He gets pretty emotional. So, like, yeah. you know, and, and for me as a kid watching that, the transition of them being born again. Yeah. Um, I just saw... I had bad, I always said this, I don't knock religion. I just had really poor examples growing up. Right. Of adults around me that just weren't they weren't walking the walk. It didn't make sense to me. Things didn't li- I I the reason why I picked even the major I did in college is like science is pretty much based in fact, right? Like there's right. there is some wiggle room, but there's really like no, this is this is this and this causes that. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? But with religion there were all these these things like i don't know it was like old testament the new testament even my grandmother was hardcore roman catholic would say they get in arguments at family gatherings with my aunt and my dad and she go what does your book say yeah yeah. it's like it's the same book yeah yeah it's the same one yeah but they just have this different thing for me i saw my dad use it as almost like a, a a an excuse for stuff yeah. Like for him, when he lost all of his money, he's like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't, right. can't take it with you. And I'm like, yeah, but it'd be cool to have money for lunch today. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like yeah. I understand where we're going with this, but. Um, right. I, absolutely. Like, you know, I think that when people hit a low point, um, whether it's uh, a 12-step program or a, uh, a, a, a new kind of church or like a a guy on TV being like, listen to me, I, I'm connected to the Lord and all this stuff. When you hit a bottom in life, you are extremely susceptible to getting jumped into one of those categories. Yeah. You know, um, because those like, especially uh, kind of the born again and all that stuff, like they really, you know, they prey on people who need God or who need something. Right. Yeah. And, uh, not that it's predatory. I don't, I don't, because obviously it helps a lot of people, right? right? Like there's plenty of people whose lives have gotten so much better because they were born again, uh, into, into faith, yeah. right. Through any of these churches. But, um, at the same time, you, it's really hard to convince somebody whose life is going well, that they need to all of a sudden start getting involved in right. their, you know, these rallies or these church, you know, functions. Right. Yeah. So, uh, generally you're finding people that are pretty kind of, uh, and the same thing with a 12 step program. You're not going to find somebody who doesn't have a drinking problem caring about being in one of these 12 right. step or, you know what I mean? So, um, it is, it's, it's tough. And like, I, but I think that you're only, you're only really going to find a spirituality or, or, uh, or God in, unless there's like a lot of pain in your life. Yeah. Right. Because it's kind of like finding your keys. You know, like I, it, it honestly is like, I'll lose my keys, which you lose shit all the, all time. the time. But like if you list of topics, we had anyway, absolutely, yeah. I'll lose my keys, right? Keys being God in this situation, <laughs> but and you know, in the fridge. Yeah. If you go, Oh, Bo, find your keys. If I don't really need my keys, I could, and I search the first three places, I'm probably not going to find them. And I'm going to go out, ah, whatever. I'll just figure it out later. Right. But if you say, Bo, you're going to die of alcoholism. If you don't find those keys, right. I'm probably going to find the key. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to yeah, figure yeah, out yeah. where those keys are. So like, that's kind of my experience is that like, I didn't want to find 
spirituality or find like a God of my understanding. I had to. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, and I think that's probably similar for what your father had to go through too. It's like, you know, he loses his wife and loses business. And it's like, I need to find something to fill this, this, you know, feeling that I'm having of just dread. Yeah, man. I mean, you, you handled like the religion stuff with your parents, like them putting that your keychain and all that yeah. stuff. Like you were like, yeah, whatever. You just like, let it happen. Yeah. But you've seen my reactions. To oh yeah. Things. Like Bo's at my house <laughs> one time when my dad sent me a Bible and an, in the mail, we yeah. live 25 minutes apart, <laughs> sent me a Bible and like a, and a, about Bible history. He knows I love history, which right. I do. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I figured you'd enjoy this, blah, blah, blah. And you saw me open it and go, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You and were I got so, so mad. And Bo's yeah. like, your dad's just trying to like have a connection with you. Like exactly. he's not recruiting you. Calm no, down. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, it came, it all came to a head about a month ago around yeah. my birthday. You remember that? I had a situation, seeing someone, whatever, and a lot of this, the Christian thing came up again. Yeah. And it's amazing how I'm 33 and the stuff that happened to me when I was 14, like yeah, you know, this person, whatever, said something about being crit, and immediately I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Run. Right. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. You know, because of the examples I've had in the past. And, you oh. know, it was unfortunate what happened, but it led me to have a conversation with my dad that I thought was never going to happen. Right. And essentially him explaining to me like, hey, man, like he just apologized for things that happened in the past with religion. And he was married to remarried to a woman for a little bit for about three years. Mm-hmm. She tried to send me away to Christian schools and yeah. all. And I just failed every entrance exam on purpose. I would just right. go see down the middle. Yeah. yeah. Like they don't have a football team. I'm not fucking going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that. yeah. But um, I, well, I think it's important that like, you know, I I know I know people who are very involved in the church. And, uh, to them, it's like, they don't even understand. It's almost like when you're like a hardcore, uh, Democrat or you're like a hardcore Republican and you can't even fathom the other side. Yeah. Right. Like these guys that are really involved that I talk to, they, they don't even seem to understand that like people have had bad like experiences with the church. You right. know what I mean? It's just like, well, how could you? It's quite like we, you know what I mean? Like it's how just, could you not? how could, yeah. How could you not love you know what I mean? Like, they, cause they're getting so much out of it. And you know, for me, I'm just like, yeah, but it's clearly, it's clearly hurting some people. Like it's, yeah. it's definitely, there's, there's people that are getting involved that are, are not getting what they want and they're, and they're just getting scared and they, they don't want a part of it and they feel judged. Right. Which is really the opposite of what like new age spirituality is. Right. It's all about, it's all about mindfulness now, which I think is really going to take over as kind of the, the next new thing where, you know, anybody who's done a, a uh, meditation knows like you're starting with kind of just hearing your breath, getting like centered in the moment, which I think is so important, you know? And also we live in such high octane kind of like everything is always available to us. Twitter's constantly running all this stuff. Like, you know, we need to just chill out every now and then and like figure out like what's going on with us. Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, my dad on my uh, birthday card like a month ago wrote, I'm praying for you. And I immediately was like, <sighs> like, I just got yeah, mad. And I was like, Come. then I was like, wait a minute, dude. This is your only living relative. <laughs> like, you're going to get mad that he wrote, I'm praying. Like, just get over it. Right. Yeah. You're fine. 
Yeah. You know what I, mean? I used to always say whenever I said I'm praying for you, I'd be like, do less. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I really appreciate it. But if you could do less, that would also be nice. But also, it's just, it feels like right. nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. What I was going to say was, our gen- you know, we talked about our generation yeah. being a generation that's like, eh, we're not really into religion. But right. I met uh, I met a few people in their late 60s, early 70s who felt the same way. Yeah. And I'll give you a really good example. One of my one of my old clients, um, this guy Tom, he was the man. Um, he was talking about how, I think it was, I forget who was running against Nixon. It was some guy who was running against Nixon. JFK. No, no, no. It was some, JFK was dead. Um, 1963, he got killed. Nixon was in the 70s. You'll get there. Anyway, yeah. um, he was running against Nixon. Yeah. And the, apparently this guy's whole motto was he wanted to drop a bomb on Vietnam. Right. Like, just kill everybody, right? Respect. Yeah, right? He wanted <laughs> he wanted to drop a bomb on, on what was happening in, in, you know, Southeast Asia at that point. And what he told me is this is the 70s. He's getting out of, he's getting out of his car, and he yeah. sees the bumper sticker. On every almost everybody's car in the church lot that's yeah. for this guy. Right. And then he walks in and he saw the thing above the church that says, God is love. Yeah. And he went, Oh man. <laughs> I and this is a man who like he went to University of Pennsylvania undergrad, yeah, Cornell yeah. master, yeah. like a, a you know, smart dude. He's not yeah, dumb. Yeah. Oxford University for a little bit too. And he was like, This doesn't <laughs> This doesn't line up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you? God is love, but let's bomb all these people in a jungle in no, Southeast yeah. Asia. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, well, it's always a thing. Like more people have been killed off in the name of God than anything else ever. You know, just billions of people have died. Uh, you know, for the sake of religion. So like there, and that would be something that Carlin would always bring up too. And like. It would, it, it's always eye opening. You know what I mean? You're always like, yeah, it feels like we should all just be one and not care about who we pray to or how we're relating to that. But it's such a sensitive thing. And it's so important to somebody that their God be real, right? Like everybody needs their God to yeah. be real. Yeah. But I think, you know, with what I love about my conception is that. I, I look at God as just pure love, right? And I can tap in to love at any point. It's always available to me, right? And I can do it when we're hanging out. I can be like, you know, I just got to focus on just loving this person. I got to focus on on being like that light, right? right? But nobody's judging me in that. Right. Nobody's telling me, that somebody else is wrong or that like I'm do I'm living rightly and you're not living rightly. And now I need to, you know, let you know about that. Right. It's, it's more just for me to, to focus myself on like being as good of a person as I can be yeah. so that I don't, you know, drink myself to death. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think don't die. No, of course not. You but, uh, <laughs> but I think, I think we said some things, but I think the the point is is that like find what works for you, and if nothing works for you, then that's cool too. Yeah, do you know what I mean, dude? I'm with you. And the important thing is not to judge others. Don't kiss me. Okay. Important thing is to not judge others and just have a good time. Yeah, that's the big thing for me too. Is like the judgment stuff is tough. Yeah, like it, gets, it gets. Hey, nasty. everyone, just do your own thing and be cool. <laughs> All right, everyone, calm down, relax. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with our mentor and life coach, Lisa Lampanelli. Yes. 
This episode of Losers with a Dream is brought to you by Nick's Plus One at a Wedding. Wait, he doesn't have one. He's a loser! Welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nick Scopoletti. I'm Bo. Bo turned his phone off. (laughs) So, this is going to be a good segment because his phone's off. Anyway, our, uh, <laughs> so, <sad. laughs> so mad. Anyway, this lady sitting to my right over here, you may know her. She is our life coach, our mentor, Lisa Lampanelli. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm so mad at Bo right now. Like, I try to be supportive. I try to be loving. I... First of all, the phone. Yeah, Are you one. new? I hear ding, 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 ding. So I'm really popular. I guarantee that had nothing to do with any popularity. It had to do with someone who desperately wants a drink and you have to talk them off a ledge. So, which I admire. I admire the service aspect of the program, right. but come on. Let him drink. Okay, you're, you're taping a podcast. This is the most important. And secondly, secondly, why I hate you today. Yes. I usually don't hate you. I didn't hate you the last two episodes, but I hate you this one because he lost the bathroom key. I did. What do they have yeah. to do? Attach it to a fucking tire? Not even lost it. He brought it home. And who him. does that? I was trying to open my own bathroom at home. And by the way, what are they worried about in this crappy podcast studio about locking a goddamn bathroom? What are they going to afraid? Somebody's going to break in and clean the yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We gotta put a brick on it. Somebody might use Lysol. Yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to let it go. Yes. I'm trying to let go and let God. That's as what they we're doing. We are. Doing. I it's learned a theme. lot about theme. you guys today. Yeah. I was taking copious notes yeah. and I was very interested because it, it, it really a lot makes sense listening to you, especially you, Bo, about your issues when it comes to your upbringing because the minute that priest said to you swallow it i think you became a food addict yeah. do you think do you think that that because the host is not delicious no Terrible. i will tell you as a lapsed catholic myself i never Laps. liked it but apart before you guys were born in the 70s they and the 60s they had like a really cool thing where they some churches would have oh they have italian bread and oh, wine right. yeah, 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 and, you yeah. know not wine great juice so like yeah. you could actually like get a meal yeah <laughs> that was like a bunch of hippies you know yeah, yeah, yeah. i was in folk group i actually yeah. was on stage in folk group <laughs> with an acoustic guitar jamming and you could get a look at all the hot guys in the church yeah. that's the move right there, there dude go. so there that was my religion okay yeah. but you know bo you have a very interesting life and you know I looked up a quote you said. You know, Bo is stupid, and I'll tell you. <laughs> you don't have to tell me why. No. He quotes David Foster Wallace. Yeah. Now, David Foster Wallace, Wallace is a Shot great guy to quote. A guy who hung himself when his wife went out for a walk. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. You really? want to quote that guy. Nobody actually yeah. was a genius, but here's why you're dumb. Okay. You said the quote wrong. Oh, okay. You said, if you don't worship something, you're in trouble. His thing was if you worship the wrong thing, you're in trouble, which is, by the way, I am not quoting it accurately. I'm just getting this. uh, I'm getting the essence of it out. It's not verbatim. No. So what Bo meant to say, if those of you who are made it this far, I will translate for Bo. He's dumb. (laughs) And what it is, is you basically, if you worship money, it never works. Power, you become powerless. So is that what you meant to convey in your oh so dumb way? (laughs) 
That's exactly what I meant to convey. Okay. Um, yeah, if, you, if you've worshipped the wrong thing, you're in trouble. Right. You know, because at the end you will feel like, you know, empty. Well, the fact is this, uh, what, what have you worshipped in the past that you've gotten in trouble doing? Um, I've worshipped uh, alcohol. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, I've worshipped like being cool was probably the biggest one, which is more because like, alcohol is a very simple answer. But I feel like I worship the idea of like being cool, being, you know, women liking me, like friends always wanted to talk to me. Right. Like I worship the idea of like being interesting because also the alcoholism and the drugs is often to just feel like just, seen and accepted yes. by a group and yep. longing for connection. So if yeah. you, see, that's where it gets all sticky when we don't. Okay, there's nothing wrong with wanting connection, mm -hmm. but is it taking it bumped up to the next level of worship? That's the problem. Yeah, and I absolutely, I looked at myself as kind of God in my own way where it's like I needed people to worship me. Right. I needed people, and that's kind of, I have that complex still. That's why I do stand-up. Well, it's clearly not yeah. working because no, <laughs> no. one cares. No, yeah, no one cares. <laughs> not one person. No, no but yeah. I would say, like, so what's the healthy attitude then? Um, how... This idea of worship, if you had a name between you guys, a couple things that it is literally healthy to have as your thing that you look up to and worship, what was a healthy thing to worship? I mean, honestly, I think worshiping like, uh, like friendship and mm -hmm. like love mm -hmm. is super healthy. Right. I think, um, worshiping connection, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Like to, today, like a good conversation to me is better than any like any any you know experience i could have right like i've i've left concerts to be like i want to talk to this guy you know what i mean right. like this guy's got something to say right so i think that there are healthy ways to worship connections with people as well as love and mm -hmm. like transferring I think, that love well, especially someone who's in a program service absolutely you know because you talked about those nuns which by the way i had the same exact feeling about nuns yeah i always my mother when we were kids there was a convent way up yeah. in Monroe or Newtown or something. And it was acres and acres. And these nuns would just all be walking around this huge place. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so peaceful here. And you don't yeah. have to bang anybody. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am vehemently anti-sex for myself. Right. You know, as you know, all I ever got out of it was a pinched nerve in my neck and a, <laughs> and a UTI. So these nuns, to me, had such a nice life. Amazing. And I don't know if all nuns eat box, but I will tell you <laughs> that even if they do, God bless them. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Cares? But how nice absolutely. would it be to be in the sound of music where you just walk around <laughs> and you sing in the abbey they, and you say, so how free. do you solve a problem like Maria? <laughs> Boy, you could drive a fucking Toyota through that vibrato. Yeah. But I do get why you would like a simple life. But you yeah. know what confuses me, Nick? And I'm sure you'll jump on the bandwagon against Bo. Yes, If always. you like a simple life so much, why do you run to chaos as we've discovered in recent episodes? You enjoy chaos. Yeah, I do. I, I think that there's a difference between what I want or what I need and what I want. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know that I need a simple life uh, of service and love and connection with people. But what I will often feel like I want mm -hmm. is something that's more like delusional and exciting and, right. and, 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 and more intense and fake. Right. 
And, right. and it's every day it's like the battle, right? Like, cause sure. you know, you're never going to, I'm never going to stop wanting my life to be a little chaotic. Mm-hmm. Never going to stop wanting people to, you know, come up to me and be like, Oh, you were so funny tonight. And, and you've really got yeah. something. Bo. Exactly. No, you don't. No, <laughs> you do, you do, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. But I'm never going to stop wanting that stuff. But I think that if I can just try and focus every day, like the daily reprieve thing of like, what I really just need is to connect with somebody, to mm-hmm. have a good conversation, to, you know what I mean? To allow somebody to like, the, today I got a call from this woman. Was it during the podcast? No, no, Probably. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. But today I got a call from this woman um, and she's... She's talking to me about like work stuff. She's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you know, we're rescheduling this and all that." And then, and then she gets into a very long conversation about how her husband just divorced her, mm-hmm. and she finds out he's pansexual, and she doesn't know what to do, and she's kind of losing her mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, and instead of like in the past, I would have just been like, "Ah, why are you wasting my time, right. lady?" And right. just been like, "That's nice," and then click right. <laughs> yeah. But that's but, nice. Right. But today I was like, oh, no, she needs this connection. Right. She needs this 20 minutes to explain to me what happened. And but there's also then the issue of boundaries, too. Yeah. And I'm bad at tick, that. Freaking talk. Yeah. I got things to do. Absolutely. So, In other words, you can give, but not till it hurts. There was an old yeah. saying years ago about American Red Cross giving blood, give till it hurts. Yeah. And they changed it to give till it helps. Right. So some people, she may not be a bottomless pit, but some people might be. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, you know, we have to then police ourselves how much we're going to help, how much service we're going to do. Yes. Yeah. Because they'll bleed you dry. Now you, dummy, what do you feel it has been your <laughs> things you've worshipped in the past and what might be more healthy for you to worship now? I mean, worshipped money, status, body image, the way I look. So since you have none of these, right. <laughs> you basically see that worship does not get you it's anywhere. It's not working, Lisa. It's not. How no, do I help me? Because also, you know, then it never fills the void. It never fills the hole. No. The problem is that you know, there's a book called The God-Shaped Hole because there is nothing that could fill that internal thing, whether it's any God, you, whatever you define God as is the yeah. only thing that could fill it. It's self-love yourself. Yeah, yeah. So those things, it's like chasing the high. It's like yeah. when you're a heroin oh, addict I mean, and you're always chasing that first high. Absolutely. It's never that good. Yeah. It's constantly. Yeah. So it's never do enough. You try to, do it's you not. try to now that you're aware of these things, like pull it back a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, there's, I, I for me, I focus on my friendships. Like my friendships are, have grounded me in a way that I'm very lucky. What I lack in immediate family, mm-hmm. I more than make up for with friends I have from home and the people in my life and their families, people that have been there for me. It's been a steady throughout my whole life. And I look at my dad, my dad's the same way too. He just has a group of people and friends that are always willing, no matter what to help him. Hmm. Like I I've met people that just know my dad. You're like, your dad is the best. You know what he did for me? And I'm like, what? I know. I met your dad last night (laughs) at his place of work, which I'm not going (laughs) to brag but it rhymes with butchus <laughs> and they serve hot dogs. Now this guy, he is fun. He's funny. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Like he's, you know, a light person. So even though he has that born again, Christian thing you talk about, it's not overwhelming. It's yeah, not no, a, no, 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 well, every yeah, now and then no you one see would ever know one of those guys and they have like the glassy eyed kind of like, mm-hmm. well, have you been, have you talked about the right. Lord he's today? Not like that. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. The way, and, I yeah. mean, even the convo we had a month ago, 
was basically he's like, yeah, I do this for me. Like I have shit that I need to let go of, and this helps me. Right. He's yeah. like, for you, it's comedy or the gym. He goes, yeah. for me, it's this. And I was like, oh, yeah. Right. Now I get it. Right. Like before, I was like, what is he doing this for? And then when he explained it to me like that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Now I understand. <laughs> well, now okay. Let's shift gears slightly because I did notice that in the beginning of the podcast episode, Nick, you do a lot of food policing to Bo. <laughs> you know, you say you're such a good friend. He's clearly misshapen. He clearly is trying to work on himself and will never succeed. But you enjoy the food policing. Uh, now, does. Nick, look how red you turn. Because this definitely <laughs> triggers something in you. You're like, you know you shouldn't do it. But it's like me. I, I know I should though. never make a fat joke about Bo or anyone else. Yeah. But there's it's like just there you know because yeah. when you're friends you can make fun of each other yeah. yeah but you enjoy the food listen you shop at the lululemon <laughs> lululemon is for douchebag west porters that little symbol on the back is so you can spot an asshole at 100 paces <laughs> no one especially yeah. a man should be wearing lululemon come okay? on and you're all excited and you're about bragging it. about it I which know. makes saw it those worse hot pants yesterday oh, yeah oh. real sexy but it's Ugh. so it's funny you really hammer him about the food like what kind of protein what no that? because this is why yeah, is why? because i thought because i thought it'd be funny because yeah. i was like because i know sometimes what bo's eaten in the past <laughs> like when he's like i'm dieting yeah and then he like one time at the studio here perfect example <laughs> just came from the gym right he has a plastic bag he clearly went to a gas station and just got a bunch of food right he pulled out an arizona iced tea about this big Sunflower seeds, right? And like three protein bars. He's like, yeah, I just gotta, I just gotta. I'm an calories. athlete. Okay, I, gotta, I need to. Just gotta yeah. get calories I in. I was like, going. a tea this big? Yeah, but here's my question: <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing's yeah. wrong, but like, I just thought I it was funny. You as in you have an eating disorder because <laughs> yes. you are sitting at Duchess going, "Don't bring me bread, <laughs> don't bring me toast." I mean, my God, suck it up, Buttercup. A piece of toast isn't gonna kick you in the cunt, but. I I'll tell you one other right. thing. The two of you is talking about religion. Neither one of you. I See, this is what I like, is that you guys actually are discussing topics that are deep. And you're showing that stereotypes aren't true. Yeah. So, ne both of you were involved in the Catholic Church. Neither one of you got touched by a priest, molested. That's a stereotype. Unfortunately. Did this hurt your feelings? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did everything I could. I know. Sometimes it just doesn't happen yeah. for us. He would hike those. Always he would hike that gown up to right above the name. Oh, honey. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> but it is... It, yeah. Sometimes I do think about that because I remember I was in food rehab. Now, it's a 20-day program, 28 yeah. days. And 28 days, as you know, is a very long time. Yeah. So you're in there for food, compulsive eating. And one day, the woman therapist goes, how many of you have had unwanted sexual advances? And everyone raised their hand except yeah. me. And I know it's horrible to say, but part of me was like, what? I mean, sure, I dodged a bullet, thank God. Yeah. But what was it about me? Was I not cute? <laughs> <laughs> and then I figured out, no, it's just because I'm a badass and no one would tangle with me. Yeah, it's got too loud a mouth to I be know. hearing about I it. I'd be just <laughs> screaming the whole time, You're swallow it! <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and what I like, again, you know, you bring out some topics to light that I think everybody should think about. Yeah. So you're not saying, hey, everyone needs religion, everybody. But it is nice to have something 
that you can look internally and find some peace within totally. yourself. And it doesn't matter yeah. how you get there. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different roads to a faith. And there's so many different types of faith. I mean, there's millions of different things at this point uh, for you to find. So sure. it's just like snake handling. Yeah. You both talked about <laughs> your love of snakes at the beginning, yeah. which I think is a euphemism for penis. Uh. <laughs> and I was laughing so hard because I was like, these two pussies talking about snakes. Like you're like a couple of girls. So I think we should do an episode on if you guys are bigger girls than dudes. Cause I'm like literally not sure yet. I think your gender has to be determined in our next episode. What do you I think, think? I think we could do that. Yeah. Right. Snakes are both genders. I've heard. Whatever. Okay, that's literally probably not true. <laughs> Polly, Polly? And you probably get your freaking information from the same website. Dummy got his David Foster Wallace quote that's completely No, inaccurate. this is a quote from Sopranos. Polly goes, he goes, you know, snakes, they can have both sexual parts. He goes, yeah, they can literally Pauly, go fuck yeah, themselves. Yeah, because Polly from the Sopranos, the guy we want to look Steve at Steve Nye, the science guy, and Polly are the same By person. By the way, if you know the answer to that question, please send it into the uh, yes. Losers with the Dream podcast. Yes. Okay? It's all about the engagement. Yeah, yeah, sure Send it is. to our headquarters, <laughs> Duchess of Monroe, Connecticut. <laughs> By the way, thanks, Bob, for that hot dog. Charge full price, by the way. Yeah, rude. I didn't pay. I don't pay. I give these guys a favor. The I mean, Scopoletti Foundation took care of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, uh, you know, you guys are men of the people, but, yeah. you yeah. know, come on. I love how Bo's like, I'm a man of the people, like he has a choice. <laughs> like, he was raised, like he was raised in royalty. All of a sudden, he's a big shot. Hey, yeah, Prince yeah. Bo, Prince yeah, Harry exactly. over there. I was chosen. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy he, your cleaning, oh. lady. I cannot believe. Okay, I pay 100 for a whole house. That's what I was. I yeah, was I'm getting at you ripped off because I was I like, that. I know Lisa has cleaning people, but she has an entire house. Well, not even that. Like, and my girl is not like considered super cheap. She's considered factually what you're supposed to charge for a house. Yeah. This, how do you get ripped off like this? <laughs> do you have them doing your laundry? No, they don't even do that. But I, I just Are you don't. Just disgusting. They do We've it. Seen his car. We've talked about it. Oh, it's yeah. not it good. Worst. It's not good. But I also, I, I, I knew I was getting ripped off, but I was too. I don't want to haggle with somebody so that's doing pleaser. that. Yeah, I'm like, you don't know how to negotiate. No, you'd rather just bend over and take it like a man. Yes, like they wouldn't let you do in the priest. <laughs> Just clean your own fucking dishes. How about that? Listen, okay. You have a dishwasher? You know, I, yeah, I have a dishwasher. Oh, my God. Like, literally? <laughs> you're right. a terrible husband. We're totally going to talk about gender next time. I don't know if you're a dude or a chick. It's going to be problematic. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> you guys, we got to go. All Wrap right. it up. All right. I've had enough of the two of you for this week. All right. Well, you, where you can catch us is on May 1st at BJ Ryan's. Uh, it's going to be a live podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. A little stand-up and then an episode. Maybe uh, a musical a, number. Yeah. I'm going to tap dance. Hey, very <laughs> little stand-up if you've ever seen these guys perform. <laughs> we have a solid seven and a half minutes apiece. <laughs> Between it's, them. It's gonna be... <laughs> and then so you're going to get the stand-up. You're going to get uh, the, the live podcast. There's a show at seven. There's a show at nine. Come to both. Come to one. Whatever. Buy tickets. Link is going to be in this video and on our socials. So okay. thank you guys. Love you all. I don't Bye. love you guys. This was Losers no, with a Dream. You do, you do, you do. We love Episode you. Three. Episode, Episode three. Episode three, yes. And scene. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys. Bye.